It's that time again, Patriots fans. I'm Kyrie Thompson from WEEI, coming to you live from Gillette Stadium after day two of mandatory minicamp down here. And I got to tell you, this Trey Nixon show is on, and it is real, no doubt. Second day in a row, he's come up with the biggest play of the day for the Patriots offense. He had two big-time deep balls today, one of them on a corner route that looked almost identical to the one that Mac Jones hit him on on Tuesday. This time he roasted Sean Wade off the line of scrimmage, caught the ball all alone for what would have been a huge play. And the second one was just a highlight real grab. Pads or no pads, it was impressive. Jones aired it out 55, 60 yards in the air, right on the money. And Trey Nixon had solid coverage on him from Jonathan Jones, who even had his left arm pinned. And it didn't matter. He just hauled it in with the right hand, pinned it against his chest. Everybody went wild. Mac Jones was running down the field to congratulate him. Damian Harris was on the field. Just the the energy from the offense off of that play and a couple of the other ones that were made was infectious. Back to Trey Nixon really quickly, though. It's not just the deep balls with him. He's open on just about every route he seems to run. He's looked fluid in drills. You can see that three-cone time, those quick feet, and what it looks like when a guy is really putting it together with his route running. Just generally, he has looked like the best player at Patriots practice so far. Obviously, you see this all the time. You get flashes in the pan with certain players. But still, it's worth noting how good he has looked. And every time Mac Jones goes in for a team segment, Trey Nixon's going right in there with him. The rapport is obvious, and the two have really been connecting. Speaking of Mac Jones, on fire again on Wednesday. Arguably just one poor throw, I would say, to Nelson Aguilar. It was a little low when incomplete, but the other incompletions that he had were off of receivers' hands. Should have been catches. He had one interception thrown on the day. That ball should have been caught by Kendrick Bourne. It was a little bit behind on the route. Maybe the ball was a little bit high, but absolutely catchable. But it goes down as an interception on Mac Jones's ledger. Other than that, I mean, he was hitting every throw that he was making. Short, intermediate, and deep. Four chunk plays today. Two of them went to Nixon. One of them was an excellent sideline ball down the left side to Nelson Aguilar, who made a great adjustment over the rookie Jack Jones, hauled it in and got a knee down before going out of bounds. But again, even that throw, that was probably about 50 yards in the air. Then he had another pretty corner route to Jonu Smith, second day in a row we've seen that. Just generally, these are throws that Mac Jones, like even in spring practice, was just not attempting because he was perhaps more worried about limiting the turnovers, just run the offense, get the ball in people's hands. Right now, whether it's him just having more comfort in the offense and him feeling more aggressive because of that or the work that he's been putting in on his arm, whatever it is, or maybe it's a combination of all of them, he's really testing his arm right now and it's looking good. These balls aren't just going 55, 60 yards in the air. They are on the money. They got some good zip on them, and defenders haven't been able to make plays on them. All in all, can't ask for a whole lot more out of Mac Jones right now. In other good offensive performances, you had Tyquan Thornton having a second straight solid day. Again, open, short, and intermediate, but he also got his first big, deep connection that got everybody excited. Got this one from Bryant Hoyer, dusted Miles Bryant off the line of scrimmage, and just 
flew by him. I mean, he made these guys look like they were walking. And then, of course, it wasn't just the speed. He made a great catch on this. It was a diving grab on a ball that was a little bit out in front of him with, you know, tight coverage in his area. So it's not just about the speed. The hands have been reliable, and he's seeking out advice on everything that he can do from a mental standpoint. I saw him chatting with Brian Hoyer at one point, trying to ask for how to stem a certain route, how to adjust on a certain route combination against zone. He's clearly doing the right things that he needs to be doing to earn a role with this team. Even if it's a small percentage of snaps per game, his skill set is absolutely a valuable one for this offense. We also saw, we also saw for the second straight day, Isaiah Wynn exclusively lining up at right tackle, and Trent Brown lining up on the left, kind of rotating in and out still with Yadni Kajus, kind of to try to save Trent Brown's legs because he was a little bit limited yesterday. But again, this is something that we've now seen for a second straight day, and it is notable because last year we didn't really see a whole lot of fluctuation in the starting offensive line unit when they were all healthy. On top of that, Wynn hasn't really played anywhere else in his NFL career except for left tackle. He had like 25 snaps in week six of 2020 against the Denver Broncos at left guard. And basically every other time he's been on the field, it's been at left tackle. Of course, Wynn kind of tried to downplay it. He even said at one point, like, I'll play wherever they want me to play it, like his exact words. Bill Belichick also just said, hey, you know, we're working on our depth and trying to maximize our depth at certain positions. So clearly it's not something they want to be talking about, but right now it feels notable. It's too early to say that this is absolutely going to be the case when the season starts for real, but until we see something different, this looks like the order of things. Trent Brown switching over to the left side and Isaiah Wynn switching to the right. We'll see if that changes up. Shifting to the defense a little bit again, this was a day that it looked like the offense really won. They were had a bit more intensity, whereas the defense seemed to bring it a little bit more on Tuesday. But you still had a couple of good plays. Malcolm Butler snagged that interception off of Mac Jones on the tip ball. Jack Jones, the rookie, again, keep mentioning his name because he keeps on making plays. He did get beat by Aguilar on that one sideline throw. But the very next time the two were matched up against each other, two former USC alums going at it fairly regularly in camp, Jones stripped Aguilar of the ball and forced a fumble that the defense recovered. Once again, he looks like the way that he's playing, he's going to get an opportunity to push for real snaps once training camp begins. And again, this cornerback room looks pretty wide open. They're shuffling in and out constantly. Jones was getting some snaps with what would have been considered the top line defensive line and linebacker groups but defensive backs tend to shuffle in and out pretty regularly so it's hard to say that he was running with the ones constantly because they typically give a lot of different cornerbacks a shot on the coaching side of things not a whole lot new to report today except that Bill Belichick seemed to sit back and let Matt Patricia, Joe Judge, and the coordinators really run practice. There were a couple of visiting coaches in town, and Belichick seemed content to just kind of sit on the periphery and chat with people while his coaches ran the practice. And I would say overall, things looked like they were operating a bit more smoothly on Wednesday than they did on Tuesday, at least from an offensive standpoint. Again, for a second straight day, Joe Judge seemed to be running seven-on-sevens, working with the quarterbacks, coached up the receivers a little bit at certain points on, on stemming routes and running route combinations. 
But then when it got to team drills, it looked like Matt Patricia was the guy calling the plays for the majority of the time. But I would say regardless of the configuration of everything, the fact that the Patriots seem to have a pretty good practice today has to feel good in terms of the confidence in this coaching staff, at least for one day, after all the speculation and the questions that have been lobbed at them about their coaching staff heading into 2022. That's all from Gillette Stadium on Wednesday. The last day of mandatory minicamp is set for Thursday morning. Till then, I'm Kyrie Thompson from WEEI.